Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, Eddie joins us uh, as we speak. Eddie, what is, uh, for this banged-up group, what is the uh, State of the <laughs> Union? Let's start with Alderson first. Uh, what were the highlights of his get-together? Uh, well, he was asked a lot of questions and uh, gave some hints as to uh, what they're thinking. But, um, uh, you know, I don't know if there's anything concrete. I guess the most concrete thing was he did say that uh, Conforto uh, would be six months uh, that's what they're looking at. That's what the doctors told them. Uh, it could be less than that if, um, when he has the surgery, they, you know, give a better prognosis, but, uh, that's what they're counting on, which is, takes it about March 1st. So, uh, that does present a problem. Uh, he said the, the positive thing about that is it's the back shoulder. Doctors all said that's a positive as opposed to, having nothing wrong see <laughs> either shoulder. But uh, if you're going to have one shoulder go, it's, it's the back shoulder would be better than, than the front one. But at the same time, uh, you know, there's no guarantee. And March 1st is what they're looking at this time, and they hope to maybe shave that down a little bit. All right. So uh, did he make any comments about David Wright? Yeah. Well, he said that, uh, you know, he didn't have any comment on the surgery and what the prognosis was. What he did say is that it was – uh, they were told it was no significant deterrent. Um, in other words, it's not something that you're probably looking at the same amount of time as Conforto. I think it's, it's something that was an impingement in there. I think with all the work that he did and trying to throw in that, it became a tear. They had to fix it. Um, but it's just part of the process, and he's probably going to be ready you know, by spring training time if that's the case, uh, if not sooner. Uh, it's probably not going to be as long a time frame. Um, it's still something, you know, they don't know. They don't know where he is. Uh, but, you know, I think David's going to try this again, and uh, and we'll see what happens, you know. Um, it's up to him whether he wants to do it. I think it's his call, and, uh, you know, I think you know the type of person that he is. He's, he's going to attempt it if he can. I think he wants to give it one more shot, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But, um, but that's the way he's going to go. But didn't he just do that, Ed? Well, I don't know, Mike. I, you know, I, I think he never got to the point where he could throw. And again, he may have to change positions. I mean, that's in talking to other people and the people that are close to him as well. He certainly mentioned it. Um, you know, that he doesn't know if he could be a third baseman coming back or not. Uh, I think he'd love to be, but, uh, he did try it, but you know, this thing has held him back and he never got to the point, I think, where it became any, any kind of success at all. You know, he played, what, three games down there, basically. So, um, you know, he wants to give this a shot. If it if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But uh, it does leave him in kind of limbo, and it leaves him in limbo, too. So that's, 
that is unfortunate in that sense. You know, Ed, uh, no one, no one uh, wants anything but good things for David Wright, obviously. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, uh, without any question. But David Wright's going to be 35 years old. He's played 70 yep. games in the last three years. I mean, uh, I, there comes a point where the team has got to say, David, we we got to move on. We, uh, you know, we want to be respectful here, but we need we can't plan a team around a guy who hasn't played in three years. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of like the white elephant in the room that uh, you know everybody knows that conversation may have to take place at some time, but it hasn't taken place yet, and uh, uh, there hasn't been a lot of baseball played by him. You're right over the last three seasons, and it's very tough at that age to come back. Um, you know, just knowing him the way I do, and and knowing the kind of person he is, I'm sure he, there's some guilt there as well for the money that he's making. And the but no one expects him to given. give it back. I mean, you know, that's the way no, the world I know works. That. I mean, yeah. that's the way the world I, I know works. That. You know, buyer be you know, buyer beware. I mean, we we all know that he you know he had he did the best he could, and when he was playing well, he didn't ask for more money. I mean, and the bottom line mm-hmm. is, you know, that's just the way it works. But I think the team, in let's be honest, the Mets have so many issues going into next they year. They can't carry festering issues in the next year they have to uh, they need to get past this idea that they're always hurt i i don't listen i don't disagree all i can tell you is you know the the kind of person he is right. the way he was brought up that's the way he looks at it that uh you know uh i'm sure he feels in some sense he's stealing money he's not I think we all know that. Nobody begrudges him that. No, uh, I don't think anybody time, does, no. Yeah. I, 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 neither do I. But I, I think that's his makeup. That's the way he is. Right. Um, he's but I think try he has to also realize that now he's not helping the team at all. He really right. isn't well, helping. Yeah. That conversation they probably have to sit down and have at some point in time. And I think you know the team has to be crystal clear about that. And especially if it holds them up in pursuing somebody who can fill a third base position or – or somewhere else, um, you know, it, it's it's a conversation that's probably going to be had in the future. Um, you know, for now, anyway, he's surgery was was had today. We didn't get an update on you know prognosis and that, but uh, it doesn't sound like it would be as long as Conforto with the shoulder. So, all right, uh, is, is Conforto someone? We don't even know if they can count on him for opening day next year, which is a, right. That is an mm-hmm. incredible negative for their team. I mean, an incredible. And, I agree. And also yeah. the idea of. Is can Cespedes ever play 150 games again? There's another issue. Well, you know, they when you look at the guys that have left and the questions that you have with Conforto coming back, um, you know, probably late Cespedes off this year. You know, this has been a power team for the last couple of years. Where's your power? It's gone. I mean, it, a lot of it's gone. Um, you know, you you hope that Dominic Smith can give you some at first base, but he hasn't shown a lot of power in the minor leagues. Uh, you know, Granderson's gone, Walker's gone, Bruce's gone. You know, there's a lot of home runs that are gone. Um, and that's, you know, are you going to be a different kind of team? Uh, that's that's a question that they have to address as well. Uh, I don't see it being vastly different, but um, if that's the case, then you're going to going to have to kind of make up for a lot of a lot of long balls that are gone and a lot of power that's gone. So uh, they have a lot of ways to go. It was very interesting what he had to say, and, it, you know, again, um, you don't say no to Jonathan Lucroy, but they, he certainly talked about Travis Darno and Kevin Plowecki, and you get the sense anyway off listening to him today that right. uh, catcher is not going to be a position that they're going to address in the offseason. But they're, uh, not going that to adju- they're not going yeah. to address. Not going to address. Because uh, they feel they have it covered with those two guys? 
Well, you know, he said this. I'm telling you what he said. There might be accidents right now on the road as as people hear <laughs> you make that statement. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, you're, you're trying to tell me the Mets actually made the statement that they're covered with Dano and Ploiecki at at catcher. Uh, what? So what Sandy had to say was he said he said Darno has improved. He says he thinks he's improved. He said he's not as consistent offensively as we want him to be, uh, but he thinks he's improved. And as he said, in a lot of esoteric things, all right, like uh, framing, receiving, blocking, tags at the plate, etc. Um, but you know, I think his forte has always been as an offensive catcher. I think that's why he came here. That's a taggy moniker he came with. Uh, and that really hasn't developed. I will say this: that Pulwecki has been better since he came back. Uh, right. But he's, you know, still to me is a backup catcher. Um, you know, yeah, can, and that's fine. Hey, fine. One of them can be the backup. I'm all for that. But mm-hmm. there's not a starter right. in the bunch. That's the problem. Yeah, I. Uh, my sense is that. And, and listen, I don't think you're going to run down a lot. Of, the, the other part of this is too. You're not going to run down a lot of your people if you want to trade them. Right. Well, too. And there may be guys here that they want to trade and move. You know, uh, uh, he spoke about Flores. At, at, uh, you know, frankly, I, I don't think he's played a very good third pace this year, but you wouldn't know it from what they said, okay? Uh, yes, he's hit home runs. So I think hey, we Flores can hit. Do that. Flores can hit. He can hit. Yes, he can He hit. can't uh, feel. I just... Uh, I don't know if he can play any position consistently. He that's, can't. That's my question. He can't. I, I don't think he can. He can't. Yeah, he's, a, he's, can. A, he's a good fielder. Is what he, he, what, I mean, he's a good hitter. Is What he is, is right. he is a, you know what he is? If you had a nice team where you could play him as a bat against left-handed pitching somewhere, right. he's a nice player yeah. to have on your team. Yeah. No, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree he with that. He kills um, left-handed pitching. Let's be honest. He uh, absolutely kills he, it. He does do that. Um, you know, I... Uh, I, I don't think he's an answer at uh, at an infield position, uh, but that's uh, you know I, that remains to be seen. But like I said, I think you also have to mix in there too. You're not going to kill the guys you have if you want to move some of them, and you're not going to say, well, he can't do that or he can't do this. So you have to factor that in as well. Uh, they're not going to tip their hand in that regard. Uh, he spoke uh, he spoke well about Lagaris too, and Lagaris is another guy too that you know you've got to get consistently offense, uh, more consistent offense out of, uh, I think we all know what kind of defensive center fielder he is. He's oh, one very of the good. The game. Very. Yes. I mean, he's, he's, he's terrific. And I will say this about Juan. He's worked, and he's worked hard, and he actually has hit right-handers a lot better this year. I think, as, as a matter of fact, he's hit righties as well as lefties this year, which is odd for him because he's always been another guy. Right, who but is, what you know, is he offensively? What is he? Right. A well, guy with no power uh, who doesn't hit for average? I mean, what, what exactly is he? That's, that's what they have to decide, and that's that's something they discussed as well. Both Sandy and Terry discussed that. What 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 player is he? Is he a guy? Now he has power, uh, and he's actually moved a little bit closer to the plate. Uh, he can hit home runs, uh, but is he that guy, or is he going to be a get on base guy? Uh, which guy is he? And I think you have to decide what he is and go from there. Uh, and he's got to decide as well too what he's more comfortable with. He's also a guy too, Mike. That is injury prone. You know, uh, it's it's he's partially injury due prone, to the- and I don't know where they. I don't know where anybody comes up with the idea he's got power. The guy's got 19 homers in his career. I mean, I, right. I, I mean, he's. Yeah, a, well, he has, you know what like, he is? He's a. Go- you know what he is? He's a good defensive center fielder who can't hit. Uh-huh. That's what he is. 
Yeah, uh, you know they think he can be better offensively, uh, but yeah, you know, what he's shown you thus far, he's never shown it. Club. He's never yeah. shown it. I mean, let's be oh, honest. No, no, yeah. I'm not saying he has offensively, defensively. He's shown. Oh, you he's a great defensive player. center yeah. fielder. I mean, I, no, right. no one's going to take that away from him. But he, he's not shown ever that he's a hitter. I mean, he never has right. shown. You know, I would think right now they're scaring Met fans for next year. I mean, because <laughs> I mean, it looks like the next year is going to be a disaster. And I didn't think that was the case. Yeah. And now, now when you can't count on when they're talking up Flores and talking up Ligaris and talking mm-hmm. up Deneau and you can't count on Cespedes and you can't count on Conforto uh, and Harvey looks awful and Mats is hurt. I mean, all of a sudden, it doesn't look like there's any team for next year. Yeah. yeah you know, he did one other thing they did say is they would consider going after uh, a veteran pitcher uh, for the rotation, uh, even if everybody comes back healthy, which is not a bad idea. You know, a Cologne type, and I don't know who that would be. But, you know, listen, they passed up on a couple of guys this year that I thought they should have gone out and got, like, Doug Fister and Edwin oh, Jackson. And those Fister's and, been a sensation in Boston. Yeah, he, he started slow, uh, but he's been very good up there. And Edwin Jackson has been very good for Washington. Now, he hasn't been great. But he's gone out and given them innings, and that, that's what you're looking for from veteran pitchers. And I, you know, they, they were both out there. They could have been had. They didn't go after them. But, again, I, you know, I, I don't know. You, you try to get by with what you have at this point in time, and I'm not sure that was going to put them over the top way back when either. So, but, you know, at least the possibility is there for a veteran pitcher for the rotation. What is, right, let's uh, get past Sandy and, and get to Terry, uh, who is the – Probably the dead man walking here. Uh, I mean, what's going on with him? He hasn't been told anything about his future, right? No, no, he is not. And I don't think they will until the end of the season. Uh, and then know, they'll he, say, well, look, you're re- 20 games under 500. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's read the tea leaves, Mike. Yes. Yeah, it's not his first rodeo either. Yeah, the other so way, yeah, yeah, listen, it's called, it's, it's throw one overboard so that yeah. you, the alligators don't eat you. That, that's yeah, what that's no, what that's exactly. called. That's what that's called. Yeah. Someone walks no, the I'm, plank, no. and it's going to be Terry that walks the plank. I, I think you know somebody has to pay for it, and yep. uh, he's going to pay know, for a disappointing it. Disappointing season. Yeah. He's going to pay for it. I think. Yep. You know, he knows that and realizes that as well too. But you know how they structure this team for next year is the important part. And like I said, listen, uh, you know some of the things I heard, you know, I would shake my head at. But at the same time, I think you have to realize too, you take it with a grain of salt as well too, because I think part of the you know. There's reasons you're playing the guys you have. It's injuries, yes, uh, and and you're playing Lagares and Nimmo and Flores and, and everybody. You're 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 trying to find out what you can about them uh, over an extended period of time. But you're also hoping that you know maybe they catch fire or lightning in a bottle here and they improve their trade value too. I think you have to realize that, and that plays into the grain of salt you throw in with some of the statements that are made. But uh, they got a lot of work to do. Let's put let's put it that way. Oh there are a lot God. of positions to fill. And, uh, um, has Dominic Smith yeah. impressed anybody? Uh, you know, he's, he's getting a little bit better, I think, offensively. I don't think he's wild people like Rosario. You know, Rosario came up and, uh, he was everything that, that people thought. Um, you know, I think Smith may be one of those guys who slowly grows on you. That's, uh, I, I think he's been better at the plate. Uh, I've seen better at bats recently. Uh, around the bag, still, he hasn't wowed me there, but, you know, everyone tells me he's, you know, from what they've seen, he's a very good defensive player. He's got soft hands over there. I know that. Uh, uh, you know, I've, I've said all along that I think the one thing that, that um, you know, could hold him back is something that he's going to have to watch his entire career. That's his weight, playing weight, and his, uh, and his being in shape. 
Um, he just has that kind of body. So if he commits to that, I, I think he'll be fine. He has talent. I think he can hit. Um, whether he hits for power in the long run, I don't know. I can't, can't sense that or see that yet, but, uh, but I do think he can hit. I think he knows what he's doing. Rosario's the real deal. He can feel, he can hit, he can hit for power. Yeah. He's the real thing. There's no question. He's a baby. He's got a lot of talent. There's no, that, that's the Mets future right there. We know that. Um, I don't think there's any question. Uh, did mm-hmm. they make any statements about Harvey, who uh, I, I guess the only thing he did was uh, allow a city of Houston to get to, to get back at somebody <laughs> named Harvey is the only thing they allowed that day. You know, was uh, you know at least yeah, at, le- at least they got to swing and hit a couple of hard balls off somebody named Harvey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that fit in very well yeah. uh, with what went down on uh, on Saturday uh, down at Houston. Yeah, you know, I mean he was. I mean uh, that was both- a terrible performance. It was. It was. Uh, yeah, it was awful. I mean, it was two innings and I think seventy-eight pitches, but and not many of them very good either. Uh, it's a tough lineup, but still, uh, you, you got to be better than that. Uh, and I guess we'll find out tomorrow. Both Sandy and Terry were asked about pitching Harvey on Wednesday, right. on three days rest, basically, right. uh, in, instead of the normal fifth day. Um, and uh, you know, bad, the issue basically, you know, they they felt. There's no muscle or ligament issue. It was a bone issue with him with the scapula. Uh, it was a bone bruise and a deep one. It's not bruised anymore. It's fine. He doesn't feel – the shoulder feels fine, so they put him out there. You know, the, the thing is, if you're not going to insert somebody, you've got to make a choice either between Harvey or Seth Lugo. So do you want the elbow to go or do you, or do you want the shoulder to go? Uh, you could have stuck somebody in there, Tommy Malone probably, or somebody else, but uh, they didn't. And uh, we'll we'll see what Harvey gives you tomorrow night, but hopefully it's better than what he gave you Saturday. Uh, and if we can come up with a positive, and I know there aren't many, uh, Montero may have actually pitched himself into having at least a chance uh, to be involved next year. He's pitched well, and that's another, you know, again, to me, it's, it's another guy that that's where I throw in the grain of salt. You know, it, it, this is a guy I think that they've kind of looked – to, to move all along and, and be a, be a trade, uh, chip, uh, right. and, you know, if he's going to be, you know, he's certainly pitching his way into that. Uh, but he's also a guy too that, yeah, could help if he pitches like this. The walks are still way too many for me. Like, I mean, he walked five yesterday. Everyone said, you know, he was great again. I didn't think he was great again. He won his second in a row. He's terrific in Cincinnati. Uh, you know, I didn't think he was great, uh, yesterday. He walked five. He still walks too many to me. Still gets himself in a heap of trouble that he, you know, of his own doing. So, uh, you know, that's that's a problem. But he has improved. Let's put it that way. With the number of starts he's had, uh, I think when they sent him down the last time, they basically said, you know, you either come back and throw strikes or don't come back at all. And he's thrown more strikes. Let's put it that way. Um, but, you know, I, I still think he has a problem with walks and too much traffic. So we'll see. But, he, yes, he has improved. You've covered this team how many years in a row? No, well, 20 or thereabouts. Is this more. the most depressing year of all of them? Well, 93 was a long, that was a long, but I wasn't doing it, I don't think, full time at that time. And that's Vince Coleman so. year, the 93 yeah. year? Yeah. <laughs> that was the bleach year? The bleach? Uh, no, bleach was later, but okay. that was, uh, yeah, Vince was here. Now. Uh, that, that was, a pretty that was bad. bad. But that era was, that was bad. 93, 94 was pretty bad. That was uh, bad. Because you had, you know, you had I, malcontents I, there then. That was the difference. You had guys right, who were malcontent. I, you don't have that now. Right, you just have, you think, just have no healthy players now. I think what you're looking at is from, from what you expected at the beginning of the year to what it's become, yes, this may be the worst. Okay, uh, the drop has been precipitous. Let's put it that way for for a team that you expected a lot out of. Now again, 
you know, you could see from the beginning that it probably wasn't going to work out that way because the injury started early. But, you know, they've kept coming, and, uh, you know, there's it's just been a disaster. It's been a train wreck. So uh, that's that's where you're sitting right now. Uh, so I guess, you know, from, from what you expected to where you are, yeah, it's probably the worst. All right, Eddie, thanks. We'll chat. Thanks very much. All right, Mike. All right, Eddie C. And if that, if you're a Met fan, if that hasn't sent you over the top, I don't know what will, because that was about as depressing as it could possibly get.